Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey I idolized Dominic Hasek. I played goalie because of Dominic Hasek. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off-limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome everybody to a, a another another edition of I'll hang up and listen and let's start off with he's a brick Hauser He's mighty mighty winning it in the shootout he's a brick Ow. Hauser Ow. He's mighty mighty the legend of Michael Hauser Woo Second straight win for Michael Hauser, 48 saves, get it in the shootout. Unbelievable effort by the boys tonight. They were absolutely buzzing. <laughs> best kind of Dwayne, best kind. I love it, guys. I always appreciate you guys chiming in in the comments. Um, great effort. Again, they were down early, uh, went down one nothing, came back, tied it up, uh, then went down 3-1, to one, unfortunately, and then they come back, tie it up, Anders Bjork, Unbelievable game tonight. Uh, probably his best game as a Saber. Um, and uh, you know, you know, Hauser came up big again for the night. You know, not just you know in that th- not just in the shootout, but in that third period, had a lot of huge saves. That uh, one that stood out the most was the one against Zizekas. Um It was just a great game all around for the boys. Uh, you know, leading off scoring, um, I believe was uh, who was it? Uh, oh, oh, yes, right. The redhead Cody Eakin led off scoring for Buffalo tonight. Finally, does something productive for Buffalo, and then obviously they went down three to one. And then you get um, two straight goals from Bajork. Uh, you know, great shot from Miller at the point, uh, deflected in by Bajork, and then Bajork with an absolute snipe, low glove hand uh, on Sorokin, choking Sorokin, and uh, they end up winning it in the shootout with a goal from Bajork. And you know, bring. Uh, you know, bringing in, uh, joining me on this edition of I'll Hang Up and Listen. We will bring in producer Steve. Steve, how are you tonight, bud? I'm doing great. You know, I'm trying to find the outfit that accurately represents how excited I am. I got the 50th anniversary Olufsen. It's all right. I got a few other choices. Uh, I could go with the Where's Kim, but that doesn't feel appropriate tonight. I could go with <laughs> Hold on, the bullshit that. hat. That bring really that. doesn't feel appropriate tonight. Bring. I could go with this, but you know, uh, 
after Rob Ray saying what he was saying during the pregame, eh, not so much. So let's just go with this. It doesn't match navy blue, yeah. royal blue. I, I like care. you bring out that where's danger <laughs> one more time. So oh, yeah, that. everybody needs to see that 100%. That needs to be the thumbnail. The thumbnail on the YouTube channel. Courtesy Where's of Shop One Buffalo. You gotta folks. love to see it. You love to see it. 18 I, L's. I cannot believe they actually made that jersey. That I, is can't, I can't believe uh, we won. I've got so many things. I've got entirely too many things. I just love the Wonka logo. I don't even care that it's like yeah. some offshoot at this point. You just bring out rules. the whole Sabres award woman. <laughs> you, you love to see it. I got a little flag on my uh, on my window over there. It makes my whole room kind of yellow in the morning. It's really creepy but that's beside the point <laughs> it's beside the point um listen it just an unbelievable uh, unbelievable by the boys tonight you know marty brown just tweeted out seven periods one shootout 82 saves two wins for michael hauser the brick hauser uh again just guys you know it was the six six goaltender to start for buffalo this season but you know it's such a great story you know, story. just like Dustin, Dustin Tokarski getting in there and getting his uh, first. He got his first. UPL got his first NHL start yeah. and win. Like, it, this is as I, many bad things have happened for the Buffalo Sabres goaltending. Good things are also happening. It's like, you know, silver linings in the thundercloud that has been this season just raining down on all of our spirits, just drowning us in dirty water for a decade. But there is a silver lining in that cloud, and that's a lot of good wins for a lot of young boys finally getting their chance and proving that they deserve to be playing at the highest level. Agreed. You know, I like what I've seen out of Matthias Samuelson. You got to love the things you've seen it. from Bill Borgen. And, you know, I know Jacob Bryson got hit from that, got hit by that Rasmus Ristolainen ghost there at the blue line. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, the and ghost led to, led, to a, led to a shorthanded uh, goal. But you know, he, happens to he, the best of us. You know, he exactly. You never know when that ghost will show up. Ask Rasmus. Um, but you know, you can't be upset with the effort these guys have put in night in and night out while under Granado, Donnie Meatballs. And it's been a lot of fun to watch. It's I actually enjoy watching hockey. I'm actually disappointed that the season's going to be ending soon because this fu- hockey has been fun to watch. It really has. And I think that a stat that we're kind of losing in the Brickhauser legend, which don't get me wrong, is an amazing legend is that as of right now, Sam Reinhardt is one goal away from beating his career high in like 30 less games than any other season he's tried to beat that high. And I my, believe he's at that 25-goal yep. spot, and that's the highest he's ever done. So if he can get one goal in the next two games, he will have beat his career best in like 30 less games and without Jack. So hopefully, if that is not a nail in the coffin to the whole Sam can't do anything without Jack Eichel debate, like, I don't think people understand what debating means because that's just – the that is the proof, that is the pudding, that is every counter-argument you could possibly think of. Sam deserves the money. Does Sam, Sam deserves At his own fucking sure. line. You know, he's done a lot. He's had most of the success uh, playing up the middle – which again, you know, is extremely important for this team going forward. You need to have uh, competitiveness and depth down the middle. And if you can have Jack Eichel and you know Dylan Cousins slash Sam Reinhardt as your two A two B centers, I think you're doing really well for yourself next season. And I just don't see any reason with the way he's playing right now to move him back to the wing. You know, absolutely I, not. Why do you? You you don't. You know. The only person that's going to benefit from being on Jack's wing next year 
if we need to put somebody on a wing that maybe shouldn't be there, Dylan Cousins. Dylan yeah. Cousins needs to learn how to play the elite game from the most elite player on the squad. So if I you're going to put anybody on Jack's on Jack's right side, it's Dylan Cousins or it's just the ghost or that bodied Risto. Or Casey. You know? Or Casey. Casey's or fine, too. Casey you know, he's he's really Casey. shown a lot. Casey would be perfect. I mean, we, we can talk about line combinations for next season later on, but let's just keep on talking about the legend of Michael Hauser. Um, no. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. I know we have UB Bulls 86 chime in here. I, I'm not going to sit here and say Michael Hauser is going to be in the NHL next season. Again, it's a nice story. Um, let him finish out the season. You know, probably give him the rest of the way here. And just see 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 how well the kid plays. Maybe he leaves, learns, earns himself an AHL contract. You know, I wouldn't be against that at all. Like, why would you if he, if he continues to play this well? Let him play in the AHL, you know, let let him fight for a spot with uh, Tukarski. And uh, obviously UPL has, I think, that starting job locked up at least for next season. I, I don't see why you would want him in the NHL, UPL in the NHL next year. He's not ready. Um, I'm not, he's, he's performed well. He's performed admirably, uh, you know, before he got injured. But I don't want to rush the development of a young goaltender. I just, I just don't want to do that. There's no reason to. Um, Absolutely not. And the off season this year, just like last year, it's there's so many goalies that could move houses. So to say that somebody's going to take a chance on a guy that's had two NHL starts that have gone really well, but against pretty defensively minded teams that that being the New York Islanders playing that early 2000s New Jersey Devil style and playing it pretty close to, if not like like at the exact same level of that cup winning devils team you know i'm I, I can't knock the islanders it's a boring style but they play it to perfection i can't knock it but you know if hauser gets the start against the we're playing the uh, caps our last two games right correct yeah caps are a little bit more forward-minded you know we they only have alex ovechkin they only have backstrom not a big fucking deal but if hauser can put up similar save percentages against a team with that much offensive strength, then maybe he could be someone's backup. There's a lot of goaltenders that are moving that are also aging out. So a 28 year old kid that shows that he can clearly handle himself against teams that are performing at the highest caliber in a very tough division. Like, I don't think he'll make a lot, but I could see him get picked up for a couple years as a backup for somebody. If, yeah, I, if it, things it may- go bad here, if Olmark says, See ya. I'd I'd be feeling all right if Hauser was the number two. I wouldn't want him to be the number one, but knowing no. that we got Hauser on the back burner, that makes me. Wait, that makes again, me it's it. only it's only two games. We're only two games in. We should not get ahead of ourselves. You know, a lot of this could be adrenaline too. As a goalie man, you come into this situation like this, um, and you know your adrenaline's on high, your blood's pumping, and you know. I'm not saying Michael Hauser is a bad goaltender. He's not. He's proven that he, you know, might belong in the NHL, but I'm not willing to hand him the keys to a backup position right now in the NHL. Not a shot. I just, I think he's at least earned himself an opportunity in the AHL. Um, he, they're interviewing him right now, and holy crap, he has large eyebrows. <laughs> he has he, very, he, very he does kind of have that, uh, fuck game from the office look in the nicest way like he's got those big eyes that yeah pointy fi- kind of looks like a he ghost is, is but not like in like a, i haven't eaten in a month ghost 
but he's a very he's a very pale boy. He's got some very yeah long neck. You know, he's he's so got some unique physical power. features, and I'm There's not knocking. Not, him yeah, him. he's very goalie. He's a he's big. He's very goalie. Yeah, but hockey hockey only. players aren't usually good looking people. You know, yeah. and I'm not a good looking guy, so I can't knock anybody on the way they look. So. <laughs> Yeah, take whatever yeah, I, I say I, about somebody's yeah, appearance. With again, I agree. So, I, I don't think I don't think Michael Hauser is an NHL goalie. I think he's at least earned himself an AHL contract. And if you know he plays out all the next two seasons or whatever in the AHL, then I'm happy for him. He earned it. You know, it's he's come into a tough situation here in Buffalo on a very uh, on a bottom feeding team. I know we're two point. We're, we're still uh, have a two point lead. I guess you can call it for last place. You know. The next closest team is Anaheim right now. That's true. But, you know, I uh, it's still statistically possible that we do not finish dead fucking last. And for like the past five years, that's been my baseline for like it wasn't that bad that we weren't dead last. <laughs> dead last. <laughs> um, it's again, it's been fun to watch these games. And again, you got a great performance. Let's not un- understate it. Anders Bajor probably had his best game as a Buffalo Saber tonight. Um, so you know, I wasn't surprised at all when I saw him go second in the shootout. Honestly, he earned that. He earned the opportunity. Absolutely. And he and he made the best of it. He scored. He ended up scoring the game-winning goal in the shootout. You know, you can call it a hat trick if you want. Don't call it a hat trick. He scored three goals tonight. I still uh, never understood why that sh- shutout shootout goal doesn't count as a goal for because I remember I, at the beginning of this year, Eichel got his first goal. Of the record books, you, it, 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 shootout. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be uh, the thing with the record books. You don't want to. Score. All right, all right, all right. Because how many more goals do Ovechkin goals. have? How many more goals would Ovechkin have if you're counting shootout goals? You know, it's, I guess that's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, you could retire in four years instead of five. <laughs> that's right. Um, but you know, again, it's it's it was a fun game to watch tonight. Again, you saw the Sabers get down early. You know, but they battled back like they have been under Granado ever since he took over. You know. Under under Ralph, you know they they get down a goal or two halfway in the game. You as a fan, you're watching. He's like, yeah, this game's over. They're just, they're just not in it. They're, they're, they just no bite. There's no bite with this team. Granado has them grinding from start to finish, and you have to love that about about this team. And I think that it's making he's, he's going to make it very harder for the Bagulas not to take that interim tag off and uh, make him head coach. I think one of the things they might be waiting for because Kevin Adams' uh, connections with. Uh, the Hurricanes organization is he's maybe waiting to see what happens with Rod Brindamore in Carolina because he has not signed an extension yet to be their head coach for next season. So maybe they're waiting to see what Rod the Bod does there because he 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 is probably the only guy I would put above uh, Don Granada right now to be the head coach of this hockey team. I mean, if nothing else, I do hope Donnie Meatballs stays somewhere in the coaching mix, even if he doesn't keep the full-time job. Like, if he doesn't see it as an affront to his ego to go back to the assistant coach, I just feel like with a team like Buffalo, somebody kind of needs to be sitting there to, like, guide you through the so – the, so you are now the coach of the Buffalo Sabres orientation. That's not a job you just want to take and just have fun with it. You know, good luck. Don't crash the fucking thing. I, I, I kind of feel like somebody needs to be there to, like, give you some onboarding before you just start running with that team. I agree. Uh, um, protect Bjorka Tage. If we had to choose one, you mean? Um, I think you protect him, Bjork, right? Bjork, or, honestly, yeah, I'd protect Bjork over Tage. I mean, Tage, Tage has that big reach. Tage can have that good shot, but Bjork is yeah, as of they're, Bjork they're, as of right now is a more complete player. He's playing yeah, a two hundred foot game. I, He's playing. If, if you 
if you really wanted to protect Tage, there's ways around that. You know, we saw it in the expansion draft of Vegas. I don't. I'm not saying Buffalo would waste picks in in an attempt to to uh, protect Tage Thompson, but you can offer up picks to Seattle and in return, Tage just you know don't take these guys. You can have these picks. You saw it happen with uh, with, with Vegas uh, a few years ago in their expansion draft. So there are ways around it. Um, Sadly, the picks this year aren't that viable aren't that valuable of a currency to trade with just because this draft is so hard to predict. Just Asplund or Tage. That's a good question. I think I, I would say Asplund. I that, think is I a, that is a really tough call. I think Asplund's better defensively. I mean, I think Tage has more upside. I think he has a higher ceiling, but uh, that, that is a tough one. Actually. I, I might go Tage uh, just because of his size alone. You can't teach size, but. I think Asplund's more of the complete player, and I what you get right now from Asplund is what you, what you have is what you get. You might have a you know a, 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 a you know a borderline twelve to fifteen goal scorer a season maybe uh, in a good year, but he's going to be more complete and play well and defensively, and he'll he'll kill penalties. Um, that's is, for me. There is also the uh, very likely outcome that come next season, our young boy Zemgis Gergensons will be somewhere back in the mix who fulfills a pretty similar role to Rasmus Asplund who is also currently signed whereas Rasmus Asplund would need another new deal because I believe he's up at the end of this year so just financially alone that might be the call yeah we we, will see you know um again you know the off season's uh, a week away here we can really start getting into nitty-gritty about you know possible lineups for next season what to do in the expansion draft, who to protect, who not to protect, who to go after in free agency, you know, and then we'll hopefully we'll have the draft. I'm not sure if they announced a, a date for the draft lottery yet, but that has to be right around the corner as well. well maybe we'll know where we're drafting. Um, we're not doing that big bowl ball thing again, are we? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, this, I this, really the, don't know. Uh, the suction tube drama that ensued last oh, year. Oh, that was wild. That was wild. <laughs> that was ridiculous. It was so wild. But – um. Again, it's just a great effort by the boys tonight, and couldn't be happier for Michael Hauser. Absolutely, I think priority number one is figuring out what you have with Lena Solmark, what his you know what his expectations are for a new contract, um, you know what your options are, goaltender, both starting and backup. That has to be your number one priority right now. Um, and then obviously going into free agency, you there's a lot of holes to fill. I, in my opinion. Um, you, I, I think you would want to lock back up Jake McCabe. Um, I think he takes his, I think he takes his leadership role here in Buffalo very seriously. And I think he takes a lot of pride in having a letter on his Jersey. So I think he'd, he'd be willing to come back to Buffalo if the price was right. And I want to bring him back. Um, somebody needs to teach those stay at home boys how to truly stay at home. And Jake McCabe doesn't put a lot of points on the board and it's because he's the stay at home boy. So I like this good cop, bad cop scenario that we got going on with our D pairs. You know, we got Yoki Haru is pretty stay at home, going to guard the line, let Dalid go drive the play. Bryson's kind of the same way in his pairing for the most part. Oh, well, absolutely. We'd all love to see a little bit more physicality out of the team. I think you, I hope, I hope you will too. Um, I, I like, I like the physicality that Will Borgen brings to the game. Uh, yeah. He's very, you know, he played, he grinds. He grinds. He, he, you know, he's everything Craig Rave loves in a defenseman. He brings jam and grit, and he, you know, he's not bad, offensive, not bad offensively either. Um, biggest needs this offseason are center, left wing, and goaltender. I think in reverse order, right there. 
I think Gold, if you goaltending, I think goal if Sam, I think if Sam is your is playing center next season, I think you know you could put that probably third on your list. Whereas you want definitely want to fill some voids on the left side, and first and foremost, your goaltending. Uh, you got to get that figured out. Need a veteran center, a goal scoring winger, and a backup goaltender. Um, I don't I don't disagree about a veteran center, but again, if you're going with your top three centermen are Eichel, Sam, and 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 Dylan. I think you're doing pretty good for yourself. Uh, you know, fine. Maybe, maybe, maybe Casey. I hate saying Casey being your fourth line center, but you know, I mean, hot take. I would love the Asplin Middlestat Thompson thing to be our baseline of fourth line and build up an excellence you from that. But the thing is, you can still you don't can live still, in that world. The thing is, you can still play that line twelve to fifteen minutes a night. You, you know what I mean? Like Matt. Like people don't realize that. Back in the day, Maxima Fenaganoff, Thomas Vanek, and Derek Roy was your third line in the days of Briere and Jury. And they still played somewhere around 15 to 16, 15 to 20, you know, 18 minutes a night. Just because you're playing a, 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 you know, on a, a bottom line doesn't mean you're not going to – if you're producing, you're going to play. Yeah, exactly. So um, there's just a lot, a lot of, you know, a lot of different ways you can go, a lot of different line combinations you can think of, think up next season. But, again – that's so far away and um, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Let's, you know, one step at a time, let's address the goaltending first and then let's build around, build in front of that. But um, who's out if, who's out if Eichel, Akposo, Gergensen's back in? Um, that's a tough question. Uh, I, think <sighs> I think Cody Egan is his days, you know, after the season, he's played his last game as a Sabre. They'll find probably find a way to get rid of that contract. Please. Uh, Yes. Um, also, please. I'm sorry, but please find a way to get rid of Akposo. I don't care how nice of a locker room guy he is. I need yeah, a guy who's nice on the go. ice. You gotta go. It's a game played on the ice. Yeah. You gotta yeah, be better. You know exactly. You gotta be better on he's the got, ice. He's Brandon. got Eric Stahl's boots, but he's tw- what 32. Yeah, he's, he can't he's, be that's got an injury he's issue. A year older than me. He can't be that slow. Shoot. Yeah, he he's got injury issues, and you just he's one concussion away from being a vegetable, almost man. Like. I, I, I'd hate to see the guy, you know, you know, I, I would hate to see something bad happen. He's such a nice guy. So I, I'd like to see him retire at the end of the season. I really would. Um, or, you know, just find a way to get rid of that contract. You know, I just, it's just, it, it's such a burden. Um, think Jason Botterill owes us one. He'll take a shitty yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. He's, not that, he's not that dumb. He's not that dumb. He is not. Sure. He's not that desperate to get to the to, to get to the uh, the salary cap floor. Put it that way. No. Um, could see an Akposo retirement or buyout this year. I agree. I mean, That'd I hope nice. so. I hope so. I you know, wouldn't. Would it not? It would be nice in a perfect um, world. But to his previous yep. comment, I definitely would not have any opposition to seeing Dylan Cousins on Jack Eichel's yep. right wing next year. Yeah, but if hey, you guys put him anywhere but up the center, put him on yeah, Jack's right side, or just. Don't put them anywhere. Yep. I know, uh, you know, getting ready here for the next episode, two episodes of Two Goalies on Mike. I know we're going to be doing a commemorative episode of uh, uh, for Ryan Miller and his career. Um, should be a lot of fun. I hope a lot of Hell you yeah. guys can share your memories with us. Um, I'll put out a tweet tomorrow asking for those memories again. You know, pictures you might have with Ryan from games or maybe autograph, you know, you know, sessions, something like that. Get him out there. Get us your memories because we really want to celebrate the career of Ryan Miller because he deserves it. Best American goalie that ever lived. You know, I don't know if there's really any argument there. So it uh, should be a lot of fun. 
Uh, remember that I'll Hang Up and Listen has been brought to you by Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Make Outlet Liquor your spot. As we return to normalcy in 2021, don't haste. Come buy a case at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? And brought to you by Amherst Ale House for the remaining games of the season. Make sure you get over to Amherst Ale House. Half off pitchers of Molson Blue, Coors, you know, all your favorite beers, plus half off medium pepperoni pizzas. Uh, during all Sabres games, make sure you give them a call or just show up. I've had their wings before. They're unbelievable. I can't stress that enough. Get over to Amherst Ale House. It's just a great, great, great atmosphere. Uh, you know, I love watching games there whenever I can, whether they're Bills or Sabres. Uh, these last few Sabres games, make sure you get over to Amherst Ale House. And, of course, Manscaped.com. Use code word TRAINWRECK, all capital letters, T-R-A-I-N-W-R-E-C-K. You get 20% off plus free shipping. That's code word TRAINWRECK at Manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, get yourself a lawnmower 3.0, a razor that comes with a built-in flashlight so you can help with your you know, your trimming, something I desperately, desperately need to do. And uh, has it's waterproof, too, so you can use it in the shower in case you're in a rush. Bring in the shower with you, get a quick shave, and uh, your balls will thank you. <laughs> but, uh, hey, uh, it's been fun, Steve, producer Steve. Hashtag, um, we are all a hauser. I, I sent that tweet out. Uh, I, I tried to tag Buffalo Saber 06 in this, but, uh, you know, that's not his handle. But uh, thanks for the uh, inspiration on that one. Hashtag, we are all hauser for sure. Um, always a pleasure. Absolutely. We love it when you guys join us and yeah, you know, on the show. A lot of fun. Um, Cousins, Eichel, man, that is an awesome combo. I agree. It could be a very uh, an awesome combination, but we'll see. Again, let's not get too ahead of ourselves talking about next season's line combinations. But, again, guys, I'll hang up and listen for me and producer Steve. You guys have a great night, and let's go Sabres. Sabres. Cheese up, Rick. Hauser. In a shootout. Hey, who sings that song?
Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.